Dr. Uh, Marianne, she just is amazing and um, just such a support. And the work that she's doing in Step by Step um, is just been amazing because there's so much sacrifice in this work. There's so much that has been poured into this work. There's so much, um, you know, intent that has been put in to make sure that something can be delivered at a quality level for all of our kids and communities near and far. So I just don't want to, you know, negate the opportunity to be able to um, edify her and the work that she does. The same person you see in these 15 minutes that is passionate about the program is the same person who assesses the kids, tutors, teaches teaches tutors, teachers, teachers, just all this, the same person, right? It's the same love and, and, and passion. And the thing that you mentioned at the beginning that you empower um, and, and encourage, I think is so powerful because I think it speaks to who you are as a person and that that's the part that people should connect to. And that's the part that people should realize needs the sponsoring and the support to continue this work in the world. So continue to do an amazing job. I um, stand for you and I just, you know, support you as much as, you know, as we can. Hi, thanks for tuning in to our Dyslexia Solutions podcast. I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, founder of Step-by-Step Dyslexia Solutions. So I bring peace to parents by helping their dyslexic children read so that we can build their self-esteem, help them unlock their genius minds, and allow them to achieve success in school and in life. So the reason for this podcast is to interview parents of dyslexic children and we interview dyslexic adults, and I also talk from my heart. And the reason this podcast is important is we want to raise awareness of what dyslexia is so that you have knowledge, because knowledge is power. And we want to let you know that you're not alone in your situation. So thanks again for tuning in, and here we go with our special guest for the day. Hi, I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, founder of Step-by-Step Dyslexia Solutions. Welcome today to our YouTube. I have a very special guest today. She is a homeschooling mom of 25 years. She actually has six children, and she has her graduate degree in linguistics. So we call it English, which is a big umbrella, and there's some conversation we can have about that, but she's a wonderful person, a new friend of mine, and she, her children struggle with dyslexia, and she realizes that she probably does too, but as adults, the adults seem to get through the dyslexia, they master and conquer it, but I want to introduce Beth to you. My new guest is Beth Allers. Come on stage, Beth. It's so good to have you here today. (laughs) Hi, Marianne. Would you share with our audience a little bit more about your background, maybe as um, a homeschool mom, and then maybe your training? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Well, as you said, I've got, I have six children. My oldest is now married and has two kids of her own. 
will probably homeschool. Um, my youngest is 14. And when they, when they were young, so I think like around 2003, I went to a Chia convention. Chia is Christian Home Educators Association of California. And it was a full weekend with lots of workshops and uh, lots of vendors selling resources. And I, I don't know exactly why, but I was very drawn to some workshops on dyslexia and um, ADD, ADHD. And so my, my children were, my oldest was under 10 years old and, but she had, she had gone through reading and was reading successfully. This, the second one was having more trouble. And so I went into these workshops and listened to the speaker who was very helpful. Um, but I just, I sat there like this going, Oh my goodness, this sounds so familiar. And I think it was hitting, I think it was hitting me that um, not only do I see these uh, symptoms in my children, but it feels so familiar to me myself. And if, and if they have, if they have dyslexia, it's probably from me. And <laughs> so that's that's why I started learning about dyslexia and um, what may be the reasons behind the struggles my girls were having. Um, and I forgot the, the next idea I had that was well, connected to that. We can go on. You, when it comes back, I was going to ask you, you know, I have adults come to me to assess them for dyslexia. And then what I'd love to see my reading program do is help adults teach themselves how to read. So did you help yourself learn how to read then? Um, I was able to read as a child, but I had to work very hard at it. And I didn't realize um, that not everybody has to work that hard at it. Um, and so having gone through it myself and, and seen my children, there, for our family at least, there seems to be like, um, like a hump or a, a stage that once you get over that, you can just fly. Like and a hurdle. It's yes. a hurdle. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And it seems to be something with um, – once you get past the sounding out letter by letter stage and you can sight read, and then the way our brains work, it could just um, accelerate and, you know, just, just fly because what, what the children and what I noticed I am good at and was able to teach them and nurture them and was the ideas of the content. And so when once we got over the hurdle of letter by letter, word by word, we are able to just go into ideas and content. And and I'm I, I think that's related to why your entrepreneurs are so they're not only creative and have have um, initiative, but um, the 
but it's all about ideas and content and uh, being out of the box. So that's, that's where they thrive. So my, so my girls, uh, my oldest one, she had some difficulty, but um, not, not to an extreme, but she was able to get, it sounds like around sixth grade, sixth or seventh grade, they seemed to find it a little bit easier. And then um, she went on to get her master's in education and taught eighth grade in uh, downtown LA. So she, so she did well. And my second one is a librarian now. She loves books so much. Isn't that something? Um, I was going to ask you to talk, talk to the parent who says, I'm just so busy. I want to homeschool my children, but I don't know how I would even work it in. Um, because I know some parents work jobs. Uh, you know, both parents are working. Sometimes one of the parents is home part-time, sometimes full-time. But with six kids and, and a parent is concerned because she has one child or two, how could you encourage that parent that homeschooling her child is the right thing to do and how to maybe manage her time? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been talking to other mothers, especially during this pandemic time when the kids have been forced to be home um, and the mothers have had to really juggle their lives around. Um, so, but I was, for myself, it was, it, it was, um, had to do with the, maybe we could call it a sacrifice of, of time or an of my own career progression um, for the time. But it's, but I'd say to other mothers that it's just a season. Children grow up so quickly that if you, if you take this, this short season of their lives to invest in them as a whole person and as you're as you being the mother um at that relationship that parenting relation can be so enriched just by having more time together and in the school situations that's very stressful for the children because they have to they have to get up early and pack and get out the door and by the time they get home and see mother again and if mother's working full time it may be maybe evening after such a tiring day for everyone and so the the time that you have to build relationship is sort of the leftovers and um, so homeschooling is really rewarding. It might, it might not be rewarding um, economically, but in the things that really matter in the long term, it, I found that it's so worth it, so valuable, so rewarding. Um, and then economically, it's really not, you do, if you, if you can't work out your current job, you may have to take cut in um, income, but it's not really that expensive to, to homeschool. And because you're already, you're already feeding them, clothing them. And there's so many resources that, that you have to put out a lot. And then, and then Marianne, your kind of programs are so much more effective as a, um, on a one basis or or small group. It's just so much more helpful for the children. And, and the neat thing is if parents don't know how to help their children read, 
um, with intervention, we could either train them with our training videos or they could hire us to work with them, to, to work with their children. But let me have you address the creative, the creativity and the sensory needs that dyslexic children have that are not being addressed in the typical classroom? Well, there are definitely that. So the holistic idea is part of that. So that um, when the, the children learn so much just by living life, um, so it's part of So there's the kinetic learning ability too. So we can, we don't need to sit here at the kitchen table for six hours straight. There, it, as the, as you, they can sit at the table maybe ten minutes, and then and then after that we we get up and um, make a grocery list. And so they can they can um, you can just there's verbal there's a lot of oral and verbal and auditory learning that when they learn they're learning language not just pencil and paper. But as, as you say, oh, okay, what should we put on our grocery list when we go to the grocery store? And you talk about, oh, we need eggs and we need bread and we need butter. And, oh, okay, mommy's making a grocery list. Do you want to make one too? And then we go to the store and we can read, read the labels on Oh, here we have milk. See milk, <laughs> and so they they can actually like learn to read. Do you notice that they can read labels? They can read signage. They can read logos. They recognize it, and they don't know the reading. But these yeah. are ways that give them confidence as well as um, instruction. So and it's so neat. That's what I really love about homeschooling is you can incorporate so much activity and creativity into learning. Yes. Um, what, what would you tell a parent if she wanted to start homeschooling? Where would she get started? I know a lot of churches have groups for homeschooling, but where would a parent get started if she just wants to start looking into it? Mm, well, I'd go to the website for Chia. Uh, I believe it's C-A-E-A of C-A of California. C H E A dot org. Uh, o F C A dot org. Yes. Oh, okay. They have so so many resources for um, investigating into uh, the, what the options are and what the state requirements are. California actually has has a lot of freedom for homeschoolers that we. Um, have been fighting for since the 1980s. And we've gone from people believing that it's illegal to having it very mainstream. Um, There's also an organization that has a great website with lots of help called HSLDA, Homeschool Legal Defense. Um, That's probably also .org, but I'm not sure. HSLDA, Homeschool Legal Defense, and they are located in Virginia, and they have lawyers that are assigned to look out for the freedoms of homeschoolers in all 50 states. And their website, especially through the pandemic, they've even added more resources 
resources and helps there to get started for people that are looking into it for the first time because schools have closed. You know, it's real interesting. More and more people are homeschooling now. And there was the threat of it. trying They're trying to close it down, right? But now I go on, on Clubhouse, which is a social platform with like Zoom, but without the vis- visual. And there's um, places called Not Back to Schooling, <laughs> which, which is the homeschooling uh, group. And there's a lot of people meeting, talking about clubs for the genius dyslexic children, because, you know, while you and other adults work through your symptoms of dyslexia and you mastered them and you became successful adults, we're just seeing a population of children, which, you know, exposed with, to this pandemic, it's made things even serious, more serious, where they're just getting depressed, they're feeling hopeless, they don't want to try. So if we can help them read, we want to unlock their genius minds so that they can realize their full potentials and thrive. So it all, you know, really does start with getting them to read so we can build their self-esteem. Yes, having that confidence um, and their self-esteem. That's that's beautiful. Is there anything else? We're going to wrap this up, but is there any, any final comments you'd like to share with the audience before we go? Well, I would like to encourage any anyone that's listening that it can be done. Whatever the challenge is in your family and with your children, there is a way to to give them um, opportunities and resources and help and. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to pray for you right now that God will bring all the, the people that um, you can talk to for encouragement, for guidance, for resources like Marianne, um, and the, the opportunities and the confidence that as a parent, God has given you your child knowing exactly um, who your child is and that that child was fit just for you and you as mom or dad have all the resources in yourself given from God to do to do the best parenting job you can and when it looks like um it's scary and uh you you can't handle the overwhelmed feeling I want you that you can because God's given you that child and he's and everything he knew that child would need is available to you. And so ask God for it and for guidance <laughs> and you'll have it. That is really good encouragement. And I believe those prayers have been received. Um, thank you, Beth, for being our special guest today. And I want to thank the audience for being here. I hope you've learned, um, received the prayer and, re- and learned some uh, good resources. for listening to this podcast in its entirety. If what we shared today has inspired you, would you please visit our website, dyslexia-solutions.com and consider making a donation so that we can keep these podcasts going. Also, please subscribe to our channel and find me on, on Instagram. 
Marianne Sintron. Thank you again for tuning in and may God bless you.